This week, I talked to professional writer Scott Flood about creating a conversation with your readers. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Round Peg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, my guest has a way with words. Scott Flood is a writer and communication consultant. And Scott, I am so excited to talk to you today. Well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Scott, I have admired your writing around the internet for a while because I think you've got such a marvelous tone and human touch. And I think a lot of businesses could learn from that. Thank you. I always try to keep things so that they're they're conversational and, and so that they're friendly and, and somewhat light because that's the best way to communicate. Absolutely. As we were kind of talking before the show, that sometimes is a real problem for businesses as they try to write content that's going to add value to their website. It is. And, and it tends to happen on a couple different levels. Um, one is really technology oriented and, and the other's more in terms of style. From a technology standpoint, companies often get so focused on search engine optimization that they worry more about the keywords that they're using and the frequency of those words rather than the ultimate message. Even if Google or someone else finds you, ultimately another human being is going to be the person who reads what you write. So you have to ultimately write to that person. That is so true because you can spend a lot of energy optimizing your copy and making sure your titles are correct and you're using the right number of keywords. But if somebody gets to the page and they're kind of like, ew, you're not going to get the sale anyway. No, not at all. When you're looking for, let's say, some sort of a service, let's say you're going to hire an accounting firm. And so you enter accounting firm and the zip code and into Google, and then you come up with a page that sounds like a robot talking to you you're not going to feel comfortable working with those people. Now, there is a real value, I think, in authenticity. So how do you approach that when you're trying to kind of find that balance? What tips do you have for would-be writers? Well, I think the, the word authenticity is key there. And I think that also helps with search engines that both humans and search engines are looking for authentic content, content that's real. I think the the most important rule and the one that I always keep in mind is that no matter what you're marketing, no matter who you're marketing to, it's a message from one person to another. So the first point is that you, you always want to keep things conversational. People have a tendency to make things more formal, but if the language is conversational, if the language sounds like someone's having a conversation with you, it's going to be more meaningful to you. You know, when I first left my corporate job where I was doing a lot of very business-oriented writing and I started blogging, what I found worked for me was I would actually record my blog post and then transcribe it. And the reason was that if I recorded it as I was talking, I found I would use different words than what I did when I just sat down to write. Because when I was writing, I felt like I had to be more structured and more formal. That is an excellent strategy. In fact, on on the flip to that, I often recommend to people that when they write, one of the things that they should do is after they finished writing a first draft, they should read it aloud. Because if they have trouble reading it, someone else is out loud, someone else is going to have trouble reading it through, uh, through their sight. That is so true. 
a lot of times you don't realize how convoluted your language is or how long some of your sentences are and how hard they are to follow until you try to sort of process it as you're hearing it. Exactly. And you know, that, that conversational strategy, that works with everyone. I often hear from clients that, well, this particular piece is being aimed at a CEO or it's being aimed at attorneys. Those are humans too. They read just like people. So it works at, it works at all levels. You want to make sure that the, the content and the information matches the, the level and the knowledge of the people you're reaching out to, but you can never lose sight of the fact that they're people. They are absolutely people. And, you know, I have run into kind of a different complaint on that where people are like that if they simplify their language, that they're not going to sound as smart. And I think that's a real misconception because even New York Times, Wall Street Journal, they write at a sixth grade level because it's easier for people to process the information. And we've got a whole category of professionals out there who have graduate level educations and are experts on their subject matter, and yet they're able to get children to understand Mm -hmm. it because they bring it to their level. Nobody would say that a teacher who's talking to a group of third graders isn't intelligent, but when you make that connection and you work at someone's level, that's the whole point of what you're doing. I would even argue that it is harder to simplify your message. It's easy to fall back on the jargon. It's easy to fall back on the technical terms. And it takes more work to write content that is approachable and understandable for all readers. I would agree. And one problem too that that companies frequently run into is that people, when they write, instead of trying to connect with people, they try to impress them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to want you to think that I'm smart, so I'm going to use big words and I'm going to use utilize instead of use when actually those things interfere with communicating with people. It's so funny that you mentioned that example. When I had a corporate marketing job, our branding was very much targeted at middle America and words ending in I-Z-E were banned. You couldn't utilize, you couldn't maximize, you couldn't optimize you used, you made the most of, or you found another way to say it that didn't sound pretentious. Exactly. You you sounded like the people that you were talking to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's People talk about Ronald Reagan as being the great communicator. Well, what Ronald Reagan did extraordinarily well was speak to middle America in the words that they used. Yeah. He definitely made the messages seem very approachable. So other tips for people as they are working on their blog posts and trying to make their content more relevant for human beings. I think one of the most important is there's a perception that humans are rational animals who make decisions based on facts. The reality is we're all emotional animals and we tend to make decisions first of all through emotions and then we'll find the rational points to back that up and prove that those emotions were correct. So when you're writing, instead of instead of trying to focus on all the facts and all the details, focus on why it's important and how you're trying to, to make someone feel. You know, a home security system might have 26 different features, but the ultimate message that someone's trying to sell is that you're going to feel more comfortable, you're going to feel safer. That idea of connecting emotionally and making someone feel something is what separates human readers from robot readers. Absolutely. 
you know, the search engine doesn't have emotions. They are going to check off the keywords, but your your human readers will see the words. I think also another important thing is to use the most powerful word in communications, and that word is you. We're, we're taught in school that when we write a, a theme paper or something, we should never use the word you. But when it comes to communicating in a business setting or any type of communication setting, we really want to connect with other people. And when someone uses the word you, suddenly it becomes very personal to them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I think companies think when someone comes to their website, and I think this goes back to that point you made earlier about the kind of chest thumping and showing how wonderful you are. They make the mistake of talking about themselves rather than talking about the customer's issues and why they sh- why the customer should care. They really miss the opportunity to make the connection. That simple word you can help them do. If you think about the best salespeople who have called on you over the years, they've made those sales calls not about the product or the service they were offering, but about how it was going to benefit you and how they could help you. And that's why they connected and that's why you remember them. Absolutely. Well, Scott, I cannot believe how quickly the time went. This has been such a good conversation. I have enjoyed it as well. Well, we will have a link to your website in the show notes. So people are interested, they can learn more about you and your writing skills. And I would really encourage people to look for articles that you have written because they are a joy to read. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And I appreciate the opportunity. I'm always happy to try to make copy better for everybody. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to learn more about marketing, be sure to subscribe to More Than A Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.